Um, so usually when I start this show, uh, I usually in person, I trick people because like I'll get them talking about something and then I'll sneakily press record and then like, oh, that's the intro of the show. That's so wild. What a great <laughs> conversation to open the show on. Uh, so seamless. So great. But when I'm not in person and we have to do the whole rigmarole of clap with me. I can't really sneak into a conversation because I do think what we were talking about prior to hitting record would have been a fun intro to do. And I already forget what it was, if you can believe that. <laughs> oh, this is going to be an episode. Oh, baby, when the edible's what too good. T- Dude, I need it. I'm, so, I'm out of edibles. It's terrible. It's a tragedy in this household. Oh, my God. Between that oh and eggs, God. the cost of living is just out of control. I'm going to have to cut this out of the episode, but I left an ounce of weed in my glove compartment. Fuck, I have to go back out and get that. Oh, my God. The ADHD <laughs> is ADHDing right now. I was like, I just want to get out of my house, and I just left it in like, oh, shit, I have to go get that. I can't have that in my car. I'm getting my car worked on tomorrow. What if I forget? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's an important thing. Um, Alexa, remind me to get the stuff out of my car. In like 11, in like three hours. I don't know. Oh my God. All right. Alexa, stop talking. This is exactly what Beth, Jeff Bezos was dreaming of when he invented this. <laughs> Just ruining everything. Anyway. Hi guys, what's up? Welcome to Hop Topic, the show where two friends gather around the Skype, crack open something alcoholic, and maybe pair it with something not alcoholic, uh, and cross the the country. So this is the first uh, virtual episode I've done since COVID. Like I'm pre- like since like well, it's still COVID, but 2020 COVID. We like, still in OG this bitch. COVID. OG COVID. <laughs> and if you thought. That I was running out of brand new people to have on this show. Uh, well, you forget that I will literally ask everyone that I talk to in my <laughs> life to be on this show. And uh, I talk to a lot of people. Uh, this week, I'm very happy. I'm excited. I, I, We have to do this in person the next time one of us are in the other's area code. But while you're across the world in California, we're going to do a very late night for me. <laughs> <laughs> podcast with my friend katie i don't think we've ever had a katie on the show so i think you are the first oh gosh about to make a big impression for all the katie's out there <laughs> i'm feeling the pressure oh i keep a i keep if obviously i keep a spreadsheet of the podcast <laughs> so i know like every person who's been on it what episode they were on what topics were talked about and then i have charts that show like who's been on the podcast the most and it's my friend dan who's been on 22 out of like 80 of these podcasts oh my god i think you have an excel fetish i really do i i do (laughs) yo dude mm, i gotta add that to my topic right now oh god a girl (laughs) into excel right after my own heart dude if i look at this uh (laughs) this is a terrible (laughs) I, i don't think i can tell this story i want to but like like uh i have an intern uh, that's working for me. She's a junior in college. She's very pretty. Oh, God. As soon as I had to teach this woman how to do a VLOOKUP, I'm like, you are unattractive to me. I don't have to worry about that at all. 
I was gonna say, if you're after a junior girl, you might be on, I, the, on I the list. Never, so I could never. Oh my god! I I uh, I texted my friend. I think I texted you and my friend. How old are you? Oh my god! And I was like, and you were what? You just turned twenty five. Twenty six. 26 even better thank god um because my other friend just turned 25 and i'm like that's it that's the cutoff you are officially the youngest friend i'm allowed to have i am not talking to anyone below me below that i just can't do it i can't do it i can't do it with the immaturity i can't do it with the immaturity i can't do it with like just being in such a different place in life like you have too much to live for i don't have anything anymore i'm I'm out (laughs) Just Excel spreadsheets. Just like Excel. I have this cat. I have this cat and Excel. It's the only two <laughs> things I'm living for right now. These 22-year-old, these, 21-year-old these women out here, not a care in the world. If they want to go on a boat, they probably could. They don't have to know anyone. They'll figure their way out. They could figure their way out onto a boat and have a good time. I would hate every aspect of that. Absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, Katie, thank you for joining me. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm going to crack open a beer, even though I accidentally already cracked open one. Um, the episode name for this ep- episode is not going to be the name of a beer drank because um, I don't have a cool craft beer to do it. And I like the episode name that we went with way better uh, and think it is significantly funnier. So I'm drinking a Miller Lite. Agreed. I'm just really praying that my microphone's not catching me gulping really aggressively every time I was on just absolutely down in this wine. The so. number the number of things that I have caught uh people doing to their microphones while they're sitting at my house, acting like I won't hear it later because I vaguely edit this show. <laughs> Like, I've heard people whisper things, like, trying to get it, like, snuck in. And I'm like, nah, fuck you. I'm deleting that shit. No, oh you disparage me in a whisper. Get out of here. <laughs> Off of my show. Not on my show. <laughs> All right. So we're doing a two-person episode. It's been a while since I've done a two-person episode. Me and Lael was the last uh, two-person podcast I have. I don't know if you've ever met her. I feel like you two would get along very well. This is episode 85. Oh, my God. Almost those triple digits. Dude, I'm nervous as hell. Dude, I went out of my way to buy a $40 four pack for my for the 69th episode. <laughs> what a triumph. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm going to do for a hundred, dude. Like, that's insanity to me. I've done a hundred of these. That's insane. I, I've been doing this since 2019. Oh my god! It'll be four years in June that I have been a fucking podcaster. Four years. I hate that. That's too much. <laughs> You're doing the damn thing. I think That's it's a flex. Honestly, much. love it. I'm happy. It's fun. It's something <laughs> fun to do. I think everyone everyone should have a podcast. Just genuinely, everyone should have a podcast. Why not? Who gives a shit? You just Why went not? through like every single feeling and mood within 15 seconds. You're like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> I Everyone, hate should do it. this. <laughs> Everyone should do it. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm about to start playing Dungeons and Dragons um, again after, for a while. I don't know if you've ever played. You, I feel like you could go really either way on it. I feel like, I feel like Katie is the kind of person that has either knows some people that have played Dungeons and Dragons but has never done it herself has always wanted to but never knew anyone to play or 
has is not even on your radar in any capacity. It's one of those three. And I think I might have described the entire population. <laughs> Say. I think covered. That, that covers everyone at this point, but I mean, I definitely want to be a gamer girly at some point, but um, at some ha- point, haven't haven't reached that that status you, yet. When, when you say that, do you mean like the way you said it made it sound like <laughs> at one point in my life, like for like six months, I'll try out gamer girl. And then never do it again. Like, like I just want, like, you have your hoe phase and you're like, that's my phase. I did that then. It's never going to happen again. I acknowledged I was in the phase when I was in the phase. And then, then I had my gamer girl phase. Yeah. I think that goes for a lot of things in life, honestly. You just have, you have these moments and you just grow past them. Oh, I wonder if, I wonder if my pothead phase is genuinely going to be a phase. It's not. Or is this is this a new this, life? <laughs> I think this is just life for you at this point, and that's, um, that's scary, man. Yeah, that's, it is. That's, it's terrifying me. <laughs> um, not gonna lie. Um, yeah, no. So we're gonna play D anD D, and I built this campaign. I don't. Where you're from? You're from like the tri-state area, right? Like you're or no, how long have you lived in the Pennsylvania area? So I've Are been you familiar all- with Pennsylvania. I am. I'm very familiar with her. Um, but I've, I've, I've been all over. Um, born in Jersey. Um, okay. Central Jersey, even though that's apparently not a real place. It's not a real place. I know. So I guess that doesn't even count. It, it, well, you root for the Eagles, so it's your South Jersey. That's yeah, well, well, both my parents are from Philly, so that's why. Okay. It's in my blood. But I lived in North Carolina for a while, too, um, and then back to Philly, and then now I'm out in California. So clearly my ADHD and just constant need to flee a place um, just hasn't stopped. So we'll see where I go next. You never know. <laughs> sounds like I'm interviewing you for a job. <laughs> I know. I'm like, um, so what is the starting salary for this position? <laughs> Wait, did you live in Charlotte? No, I wish. Boo. Raleigh? No, I was in Wilmington, One Tree Who. Oh, shit. That's right. We did talk about that. I've I've only ever been to Charlotte, North Carolina, but I love Charlotte. Charlotte's a, yeah, you're a Panthers fan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's the main thing I remember from you is like you hit both of my sports teams. Yep. In the places you've lived. So what I'm doing for D&D uh, because I'm just going to keep taking like long circuitous routes to get back to what the original topic was, um, is, uh, I'm making a game around the world of Delconia and it's just going to be Delco, but mm-hmm. as a fantasy world. <laughs> so instead of Wawa, there are screaming gooses, convenience stores all over the place. Uh, I have Lord Baltimore's Pike lord mcdade my favorite piece that i don't know if i did i text you this i mu- yours seem like someone i would have texted about this uh i got really high the other night and i was like hashing a lot of this stuff out and i was doing westchester and i was like all right i need like a yarl or like a like a, a king of westchester who is it gonna be and i'm like oh my god you know who lives in westchester famously bam margera <laughs> So Bam Margera is in my world, the king of Westchester. What inspired this? This is a fucking fever dream. I have I have I have friends that play like a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, and one of my friends who I don't talk to anymore, which I'm noticing a trend. I'm gonna have to talk to my therapist. Are you the problem? 
Are you I'm the drama? Def- I've got to be the problem. Like, I've <laughs> got to be the problem. Um, yeah, because, like, it can't be everyone else. Not there's no. I mean, I am drawn to crazy women and crazy people in general. Like, I 100% am. I mean, I'm here, aren't I? So. <laughs> so then I guess I am the problem, but they're also the problem. I'll take the ship down with me. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Uh, yeah, if, I, like, if, if you're going down, I'm, if I'm going down, yeah, I'm not going alone. Uh-uh, I don't do anything alone. Um, oh, God. No. So we, we would talk about it and say, like, oh, this would be a fun campaign. This would be a fun campaign. And then he became a terrible person and I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> but I've always had it in the back of my idea of, like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And I found some people that wanted to do it. And my friend was like, to bring it back to the other point, my friend was like, oh, we should record it and make it a podcast. And I was like, dude, I don't even have the energy to continue the podcast that I'm currently doing. I have done three podcasts in my life, almost four. It's so much work. I am not doing anything. And he goes, oh, I'll edit it and everything. I'm like, if you want to do that, by all means, let's do a podcast. But I am doing no additional work. Any, I don't want to work at all anymore if I have to. I think that should be the opening sound bit right there. I don't want to work anymore. I'm <laughs> I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> I, I literally, I thought about it the other day where I was just like, okay, if I'm not happy in my current job, I'm not saying I'm not, but if, if I'm not happy in my current job, what would be the job that would make me the happiest? And I'm like, fucking nothing. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like dream job, that whole expression needs to be gone because no one should be dreaming of work. I'm sorry. I said that the other, I, I don't dream of labor. I don't. I, I dream of I, going to Chili's, having <laughs> me some nice triple dippers, and calling it a day. It's like, it's weird. Like, that's what I, I don't understand. It's like, I, I love doing the Taylor Swift podcast. And I truly believe that if I didn't have to, like, have rent or pay for food, me and my friend would have happily done that as, like, our primary source of just, like, entertainment throughout the week. But we have to pay our bills, so we can't do it. And it yeah. became too much work than it was worth it. So. Yeah. Or we could just both be Alex Earl and just be living our best baddie lives and going to Dubai and doing all these crazy things. We I'm sure you don't. Emily in Paris. <gasps> we. we. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the show, but I've heard it's a great thing to uh, scroll through your iPhone to. Yeah, I, I've only watched a few episodes, but um, I definitely see the appeal, for sure. For sure. It's a good one. <laughs> I got yelled at by my hair my um, hairdresser yesterday about it. Um, just got my hair cut the other day. Looks great. Love it. Slay. I have to go like every fucking month, though, because this hair, it just keeps growing. It won't stop. And like, I'm happy about that, but also... I pay like fifty dollars to get my hair cut. Like, oh my god! So much money. I don't want to hear shit. I'm so tired of these guys being like, "I had to pay fifty dollars to get my <sighs> hair cut." Meanwhile, I swear to God, I can go in and be like, "Can you just chop off like a few strands of hair?" And they're like, "It's three hundred twenty dollars." Like, I'm so tired. I hate. I <laughs> I feel so bad about it because like I get it. Like. <laughs> Like, I get that I don't pay the most, but, like, I used to go to sports clips and pay 25 bucks, and then my my stupid friend was like, why don't you go to this fancy place? Maybe you should just start cutting your own hair. I if I could, if I could, I could barely keep this beard looking decent. Like, I can't keep the hair. I just learned how to use product. I just learned 
I just learned that you're not supposed to shampoo your hair every day. You're supposed to condition it every day and shampoo it like twice a week, maybe three times a week. Never fucking knew that. Oh my Never God. knew that. Insanity. Insanity. I hate I hate having a human body. <laughs> and they don't tell you anything about it. I know. It's Why awful. doesn't it come with the manual? I'm exhausted. Dude, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm learning when I that like I'm sick on days like I was like I never thought this was sick but this is apparently sick. I f- I rolled my ankle the other day getting off the couch and I was I was in so much pain. I had to crawl to my bed. I could not walk and I passed out on the ground. <laughs> oh my for god. For like 15 minutes. You need to get a life alert button or something if you're going downhill this fast. It's not good. It's not good. Also, our Zoom time is going to run out soon. Uh, so we're going to have to redo this call. <laughs> I know. Anyway. All right. We're, we've done sufficient banter. We, I think we can get into the topics here. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? As the guest, I'm going to let you choose <laughs> whose topic goes first. I will let you lead the way, Joseph. After you hit your your pen, please, please take your please time. Don't. Also, please. I don't know if you're doing this on purpose to all of your guests, um, but I feel like I'm about to have a seizure from all the lights behind you. Yeah, I get that a lot in the office now because I have it so these lights go on automatically at 9 a.m. Uh, to wake <laughs> me up and tell me it's time to get the fuck on the computer for work. And uh, then I go on the computer. I don't know how to make them stop doing that, though. Like, I lost the remote, and that's the only thing they do is just cycle through that, and it's horrific. It's giving it's giving the wall from Stranger Things with all the lights when the mom's like, ah. well. It doesn't help that I have Tis the Damn Season written below it uh, in, on, a, on a whatever board. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I have, I a, I have a, 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 what's it called, a... Um, wax melter on there that i could turn on i i'm probably gonna i'm gonna forewarn the 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 large large audience that we don't have um that a lot of my future topics i feel are going to be centered around therapy uh as it's brand new i'm really excited about it and i'm hoping it helps so um uh i have therapy uh last week uh wish i had it this week because boy do we need it oh baby (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny when i got therapy it was because i was sad um and i was like really (laughs) depressed and like really in a bad place no please laugh at everything that i say it only helps me okay cool (laughs) i have this like amazing issue where people can just tell me like the worst things in their life and i immediately like start laughing i don't know what's wrong with me i appreciate that because like I love telling people like ludicrously dark shit or like emotional shit and like not because I want them to be sad but because like I just want to share that with them and if mm-hmm. they laugh I think that's great because it means like you accept that I'm sharing this with you as opposed to being like oh I'm I'm so sorry that like you're going through that I'm like no no it's funny because like it's true like I'm, <laughs> yeah yeah, but I'm also, I, like, the worst person to have around when you're really going through it. Because people will just be like, mm. oh, my God, like, he never loved me. And I'm like, <laughs> probably not. Probably not, know. no. Yeah. <laughs> now, I I can see that. Because I think I've been <laughs> in that situation before where, like, 
I I had at least recently, and I'm trying to get better at it. But like, I had like an argument with someone, or it was like a very heavy. We are gonna go back and forth about feelings for a little bit, and it's a very touchy situation. So no jokes. And I was like, but there's some that are coming, and like. <laughs> Don't say it. It's through text. But if it, it was through text, which is what helped. If that yeah. was in person, you would see my mind turning with jokes. You would see my like me go to say something with a smile and they'd be like, what the fuck are you smiling for? And I go, it's so funny to me. <laughs> so- the Twitter content and the tweets that just come to mind during these Twitter conversations. Twitter has been incredible. Twitter has been incredible for me. Just being able to put out the dumb shit that I think of into the world. Oh, my yep. God. I call it my brain dump. It's just my brain dump app where for all 400 people that I never went to see it, but do it's perfect. I, just I have for like me. 36 followers. It's incredible. Um, and it is weird. Like this, the people in my life that follow me on Twitter, like are not who most people would assume follow me on Twitter, <laughs> which is really funny. Like of all the people I talk to, those are the people that follow me on Twitter. Weird. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so I'm going to therapy a bunch, and it's really great. And uh, I was afraid that I wasn't gonna like I was gonna run out of stuff. Like when when like when I got over the ending of like that friendship, I was like, ah, what if I'm just fine after that? Like, what if I'm just going to therapy and I'm like, I don't need this. Like, it was just because I was sad that one time. <laughs> every single week, without fail, does something happen or a thought pop up, and I go. Yeah, I should talk about that. That's pretty worrisome. <laughs> <laughs> so good news. It's not going bad. But but I did have therapy last Thursday. Jesus Christ, I really do circle back when I tell you. <laughs> um, And we, we talked about some stuff. Uh, we'll talk about some dating app stuff, dating and all that stuff. And she asked me if, like, I had if I knew what I was looking for in a partner or what I wasn't looking for in a partner, like what are like turnoffs and turn ons and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I had like a vague idea, but in the back of my head, I was always like, anything's a turn on. As long as you tell me you like me, um, you- <laughs> <laughs> tell me you have parental issues without telling me you have parental issues. Like just, if you, if you like are attentive to me and like, like me, I will find a reason to date you. Oh um, my did I never tell you that two girls that I dated I had specifically told a friend or explicitly told a friend I hope I don't date them and then I dated them oh my for god a, those two women for a collective four and a half years I could I dated them that's college when I, when I said that I didn't want to date them when four I first years. met them Jesus four, Christ. four and a half years insanity so I like I always say that I have like, oh yeah, like I'm into redheads, ha 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 ha, which is true, but like that's not like a green or red flag. Well, in a sense, it is a red flag. <laughs> it is a red flag. My dating history shows it is a red flag. Um, but so I like, and I I've never really thought of like, oh well, what are good things that I want in a partner? Like, what are like things that like actually I think would make me at the happiest with what I'm getting here. Uh, and I never done that before. And she said, take a night, take a day, do whatever and like make a list. And then like, while you're going through life in general, add to that list and, or subtract from that list or 
modify it. Like I, I said, like I can add weights to it of like, well, this is more important now, but it wasn't as important then, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then like, look for those things when you're out talking to people or when you're, when you meet someone, like look for those things. And, and if you, if the opposite of it, like if those red flags show up, don't date them. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're both sprinting towards them. We're like, she's different. Dude, she's what, different. When I tell you, when I tell you that my, I told my therapist, I was like, I really want to start listening to red flags. She goes, Oh, do you have an issue with that? And I go, this last girl that I pursued told me some things when we first started talking and I told her what those things were and the look, the look of why did you talk to this person? <laughs> the, just the pity, the look of pity that my therapist gave me of just like, Oh honey, like if they tell you this, you don't talk to they're not in it for you (laughs) see this is my take i think both of our spirit animals are a bull because we see red and we run towards that shit like i don't red is more fun it's my favorite it is i was gonna say and taylor swift's album red Red, like um so like how am i supposed to know uh, yeah, I also love pink glasses, so it really fogs that shit up. I don't know. Um, so I, I went through, I did this, and I'm just curious, like, one, if, one, if, like, I feel like I have some pretty generic, like, this is just a good, a being a good partner things on here that I genuinely have never experienced, which was a harrowing thing to wake up to. Um, but, like, I feel like it's pretty general or pretty, like, yeah, everyone would say yes to that. But I'm really interested to see um, if there are differences or if you have, like, because of different love languages and different stuff like that. Like, I'm really interested what are the more important things to you uh, in a partner versus, you know, the the, the least. Um, hmm. So I can start with the easy thing that I put, a, I put to the side was values. Um, and, like, what values are the most important to you? Um, has that changed at all in your life? And like, what um, what are like deal breakers? Like, they can't they can't be this. Um, so mine is hard leftist preferred. Like, yo, the if if I got a woman reading out Karl Marx on a on an Excel sheet to me, <laughs> oh my god, dude. I started I started following political content and then I saw like left leaning like uh attractive women just spouting eat the rich shit and it is it's a new kink it's ridiculous I hate it I hate myself um I'm not proud but like it it's there and it's great You you like what you like you know what like I think that's what you should be putting on your dating profile from now on. Just that exact expression. Do you believe that everyone should have an equal equal shot at life? Do you believe that no one should die of hunger? I mean, I think that'd be pretty great if no one was hungry. I mean, I don't know. Like, how are people going to disagree with that? How are people going to disagree with that? But there are people that will. Like, like, that's the thing is, like I said, when I say things like every, like housing 
clothing and food should all be a basic human right and people are like Healthcare. oh yeah yeah for sure for sure and i'm like i mean like free like you should just get those things and people go oh well not every nothing sh- that should be free and i'm like why you need food to live yeah, you, and you know who you, you know who it always is. You know who it always fucking is too. Not to get political, but I'm getting political. You know who it always is? The pro-life people. They love to be all pro-life until it comes to these essentials. Yeah, it's yeah, it makes me want to die. Um, so hard left is preferred. Like I want as close to socialist as humanly possible. If you say communist, you got me. Like it, impossible not to. I saw a person uh, at the tattoo convention the other day with a shirt that said queer and the, the cue was a hammer and sickle. And I almost screamed across the, the convention center. I oh. love your sh- <laughs> Why didn't you? I, I kind of did. They didn't hear me though. Oh my God. I was very upset. Anyway, um, but I, as long as they believe in workers' rights and don't simp for capitalism, I think I can make it work. That's like that's like again, I, add it to the dating profile. I my next episode of this podcast that I have scheduled uh, is to re- have a bunch of friends go over my dating apps and redo them so I can make it work, and we'll talk about that in the next oh the next topic. Um, this is a fun value that has since recently changed, uh, is okay with weed use. Um, I broke up with someone because they were a stoner and wanted to be a stoner and I was awful about it. And, uh, now look at me. Oh, how the turntables. Oh, how the turntables. I can't, I want to, I, the, the desire that I have to reach out to this happily dated woman who like has a boyfriend and just apologize not with (laughs) with no ulterior motive whatsoever just to be like dude i am so sorry i was so wrong and i treated you so poorly if you thought that you were crazy because of me don't it was all me i take full responsibility and i'm sorry like i just want to do that for me just so i feel better would you how would you feel king we love a self-aware king how would you feel if you got that text from an ex for forever ago about like a long-standing fight that you had had, like something that like was just the fight that you fought about the entire relationship and they respond and they texted you like five years later and just said all that. Just, I'm so sorry. You were right. I've seen it from a different perspective. I've grown blah, blah, blah. How would you feel? Like apologizing to me about smoking and stuff. No, like whatever fight you had. Like whatever oh. the subject was, if it was like he che- you cheated he cheated on you, but he didn't, but you uh, like he wouldn't tell you or something like or I don't know you were just arguing about something constantly, and well, he was see, just like you were right. See, this is my issue. I have blocked everyone I've dated, and without a thought, that shit has happened immediately. So they could have even done that, like honestly, and I would never know. Dude, they I like block, no shot. I don't block anyone. Oh, I'm sorry. Like the second someone just like rubs me the wrong way, like I'm just like, okay, bye. See you never. But I don't know. Maybe that's something I need to work on. But I don't know if someone reached out to me in a past relationship about something. I don't know. 
I guess I'd see, but I'd also be like, where is this coming from? Well, that's <laughs> Depending the thing is, I'm not, that's, I don't, I, she has a boyfriend and I'm not trying to get back into that life. I don't need that. I just want her to know that I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God. If I see, that's my thing though. I'm like, I don't know if I'd even want to reach out to someone that I used to date, especially if they have an ex now. I'm like, I'm not trying to enter the narrative. I'm yeah. not trying to like be a part of this. That's what I'm but... like. I'm like, it, it feels very selfish. Like, I feel like I'm, I, like I said, I'm doing it for me. Like I'm doing it so I get the um the closure of like realizing that I was the wrong person and they don't look at me as the bad person anymore. But they, it's not my fault. I mean, it is my fault. But like they look at me as a bad person probably, or they don't I'm dislike sure they me don't. for some. They look at me. They dislike me for some reason, and and of correct reason. And I, it's not my job to change that. Period. Slay. Yeah. This podcast has become <laughs> a therapy. I was gonna say, are we are we on BetterHelp right now? Are we on a therapy session? <laughs> <laughs> I'm healing just from this conversation. Uh, generally open-minded. Um, I'm not like the craziest. Well, eh, I'm pretty <laughs> open-minded. I'm pretty. I would say I'm like ridiculous. Pretty. The only thing I'm not open-minded to is like things that I clearly don't want to do, like new food. Uh, oh my god! Me, and things that give me anxiety are things that I'm not. But I'm working on it, and I've done a lot of new shit over the last like two or three years. Um, so I feel like I'm, I'm expanding my open-mindedness. And then my last value that I wrote down was non-vegan. <laughs> you know I'm vegan, right? I, I know a lot of vegans. I know a lot of <laughs> vegans. Um, the, I just don't know that I could ever date to marry one. Yeah. Like, I'm just way too picky of an eater. And, like, depending on the, the vegan, like, one, it would just be wild. This is me being ridiculous. It would just be oh wildly expensive to do that grocery bill. <laughs> this is what I think of when it comes to a marriage. That's that's healthy, right? Um, you're, like, you're, like, <laughs> you're like, that doesn't fit in my um, Excel budget spreadsheet for each month. Sorry. Which one? I have two. <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> which spreadsheet? <laughs> um... And I then, can. like, I just, like, I like cooking, and I, I don't get me wrong, like, I cooked some vegan stuff, and it was fun to cook, but, like, I just don't like being hindered in that way, and I am not, I'm, I'm such a terrible person, but, like, I just can't, um, what's the word? I can't moderate myself. Like, I won't moderate myself. If I want something, I, I'm gonna get that something, because, like, I, what, who am I? I live once. Why... And I'm not as long as I'm not like being ridiculous and being like wildly unhealthy. But like if I'm gonna if I wanna like cook something, I wanna cook the full thing. I don't wanna be like, and here's like the dairy free, like you can replace the you can replace the nutmeg with sandpaper if you really want to. It really keeps the grit. Like like I don't wanna I don't wanna do that. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just don't know that I can make that work. You keep eating your Tyson chicken nuggets. I hope you're enjoying them. I hope they're scrum My delicious. dino nuggies? My dino <laughs> nuggies? Okay, but dino nuggies hit different. I don't I, know if it, like, what it is. Ooh, so I good. Did, I, did, I haven't bought them in a while, but like I've bought dino nuggies while I've lived in this apartment. Uh, and I've lived here for four years. So <laughs> They do slay, I will say. And the smiley face fries. Smiley so. fries? Fuck out of here, smiley fries. I could, do, I could do a whole episode on smiley fries. Give me a 60 minutes on smiley fries. All I'll right, so values. What are your values? <laughs> For smiley me, oh, fries. Also, I guess religion. <laughs> <laughs> My values are smiley fries. They'll know what it means. 
I think religion for me, I prefer non-religious, but like if you're religious, that's fine. As long as you're not like crazy. Like again, like none of these can contradict the other. Like if you're religious to the point that you're like no drugs. All right. That's not going to work. If you're religious to the point where you're like no rights for women. Fuck you or black people or anything. Anything anything that I'm associated with the religions that my grandmother went to. This is where I can really jump in. So my thing is like in terms of like religion and stuff. I don't want you to be religious at all. Like I, I'm, I consider myself an atheist. Like if atheist mingle was a thing, I would hop in that motherfucker tomorrow. There's I'd be on be that one. shit. There's yeah, like one. I would sign the fuck up for that. Like oh my god, in one second. And it's always the pipeline of Catholic school kids and like choir kids to completely atheist. And here I stand, they, one of them, proud. My, my favorite comedian <laughs> is a joke that, like, you can usually tell a Catholic school kid because they're atheists because they really beat it out of you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I need that on a T-shirt. Mike Verbiglia, man. Seen him at Broadway twice. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I feel like <laughs> there's so many people that fall in that, fall in that area, but definitely one of them. I, I feel like weird like I feel like I use the church for exactly what you're supposed to use the church for um because like I I was a youth group kid and I went to like every yeah buddy oh Present. yeah I went to church I went to church take me to church two and a half times a week meeting oh, half what is half mean? yeah I know everyone asks that but it's true uh, the meeting that I would go every Sunday, every Wednesday night, and then every other Friday, um, they would have a kids meetup called Storm. Uh, and I, that's how often I went to church, like two and a half times. And then like I did like the retreats, the bowling nights, the trips to Dorney, like all of those trips and everything. Do all of those with the church because like I just had a friend group there and like I just made these really great friends. Uh, don't talk to literally any of them now. Well, now, obviously. But <laughs> no um, offense. <laughs> I mean, actually, one of them blocked me, which is fun. Um, Why? Because they listen to your podcast? <laughs> no, because I called them. I called them the c word. Oh my god, Christian! I know, right? Christian? Great. I think I you bleeped. called them a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were mocking me for being Christian and using the C no, word. No, the C word is Christian in my book. <laughs> That's really good. I like that. Um, but yeah, I, ever, I remember every time I went, like I was like, like there were like the super spiritual moments where like you're locked away in like a camp, like or something, and they like do like all of these like re- super emotional religious things that like really drain you and gets you to a point where you're like, I'm crying cause of Jesus and like all that stuff. Cause I did that. And, uh, and like I got baptized and all that stuff. But I remember like on the normal days, I'm like, I don't know if I believe all of this stuff. Yeah. Be a good person. That's cool. But like, I have some cool friends that like hang out with me and some of them are pretty. So like, yeah, I'll keep coming. Yeah, why not? I could give a shit about the church aspect of it. It was just the socialization of people. Yeah, you're like, I... I'm not here for Christ. I'm here for Christina. <laughs> I'm 
it was. I know. Was, I know. I feel you. And for the snacks, I just remember after oh every God. service, they would have like those brownies and those like little packages from the grocery store yes. and that other stuff. And I was like, me, I'm finna turn up. Like, yeah. this is my moment. This is my moment. This I just sat through an hour for. and a half of, of whatever that was. And uh, yeah. now I get to now I get my payment for it. Exactly. Exactly. So no religion, no religion whatsoever. All it's right. a no for me, what dog. Other, what are the values do you uh do you hope they espouse? Um, it'd be really great if they didn't hook up with anyone else while we were together. Apparently that's like really hard to find nowadays. So <laughs> that would that that would be great. Um <laughs> I would love if they had a job because it's like really exhausting having a single income. Um <laughs> and I didn't even write that one down because I was like, this is a given. Oh, yeah. It's frustrating as an adult to, like, not have everyone be on the same schedule because I think it's, like, one of the first times that, like, that really happens because, like, when you're in school, everyone is more or less on the school hours. So, you know that, like, after school, unless their family's doing something, they're generally free. College, Mm -hmm. you're all on the same campus and more or less schedule. All classes end at a certain time, usually. So, like, you can, like, figure that. And, and it's also, a, like, a set schedule that doesn't change. So, like, you're constantly ready for that. And then you get to be an adult and, like, I'm just, like, why doesn't everyone have a 9 to 5? Like, I just want I just want my friends to be done work at the same time that I'm done work. And I want my friends to have weekends off the same weekends that I have weekends off. And I want my fucking friends to get PTO because they deserve PTO. Because we'll fly to places with them and go on vacations and like, <laughs> and it's just like it's so frustrating as an adult to like to work around that as someone who's like schedule is like a scheduled monster i hate I having, having difficulty scheduling things i know it's the worst i also like feel like i was kind of blindsided by the fact that like once you're an adult you don't get summers off anymore like i really grew up for the longest time thinking like at least when i'm older like i work but then i still have my like little summer vacay and now I'm just here and I'm like, you tell me I'm working year round and I can barely afford to be paying my bills, my grocery bill, like all this stuff. I'm like, something's not adding up. The math's not mathing. I'm can exhausted. I, can I ask you a question? So when you, yeah. what was your first job at a college? Like job, job. Like, like you went in every day, nine to five. What was your first? Is it the? Yeah. Okay. Did you have a moment? Maybe this doesn't work for you. Because you had a cool job. My first job at a college was I worked at a marketing agency. And they were out like in Huntington Valley. So they were like a 45 minute hour long drive for me. And and one day I was going into the office. It was like a Tuesday or something. And I looked around and I just thought, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? Just like the, just like the, I'm walking into this office. How many times am I going to walk into this office like this every single day? Mm-hmm. Every, like every day. Like you don't get winter breaks. You don't get spring break. You don't get any of the college breaks. It is every fucking day. And I, it was just so funny. Like I had never had that realization until yeah. and I remember the exact like feeling. And I can look back and see it in my mind's eye of me walking in that exact hallway, exactly how it looked. 
and remember having that thought of I'm gonna every day, every day, maybe five days, ten days here, I get a vacation, but every day, every day. Luckily, I, I don't see that hallway every day, but like it's just it's so wild. Like, don't get me wrong, I I have a lot of PTO and I'm very happy about that. Like I have, I've already put in for like 10 days this year and I still have 14 for the rest of the year. Oh my God. Slay. Like, it's great. I didn't realize I had that great of a policy, but, um, yeah, like, so I'm happy about that, but like, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, man, like to have like winter break, they fall break. It's like fall break is like just a random day where they have a four day weekend. Like, what the fuck? No. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel very fortunate because, like I said, with my first job, I absolutely I really <laughs> like I've, I've had such good jobs and I feel so grateful and I love where I am now. And we thankfully get pretty good breaks and stuff. But it's like very daunting to like go from this like whole schedule of like being in school and like your whole life for the first 18 years pretty much is all set up and you don't really have to think ahead. And then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, like I'm completely on my own. Like I still have to pay these bills every month and I still have to go to work every day. And you're just like, when do I get a break? Like and and you crazy. also realize like you also realize like it's so wild. Your, your entire life in school, you're being told you're preparing for the workforce. You're preparing to have a job. You're preparing to have a job. You're doing this because you want a good job. You're doing this to make money. You're doing this for a job, which one now that I think about it, fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up. I'm going to school to learn to be a better person, not to be a more productive member of, of a capitalist society. Sorry. We went there. If a girl said that pants on the floor, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. If I had a girl, if I was in, dude, if I was in public, if I was on a, a train station, if I was walking through down the street and I heard a girl say to a guy that <laughs> it's pretty fucked up that from grade school to, to graduating college, you're told that you're just, you're doing this for a job because capitalism, like, oh my God. I'd be like, Hey, what's your name? Like, can we like go out sometime? I really want to pick your brain on some ideas and just hear you talk about that. Like a lot more, like, please. Oh um, my God. I cannot. Anyway. I love how we started with the whole um, topic of qualities we look for in a person, and now we're at this, and I'm just... Yeah, no, that's how the show goes. <laughs> the topics... So that's the thing is, like, it's so funny. The topics are just there to make sure that we have something to come back to. I don't... I never am upset if we don't talk a lot about the topic, because that means we had a really good discussion, because True. we it was going back and forth, and it was, and it was growing. If we stick to the topic so much, it means that, like, it's a dry topic. There's not a lot to jump off of. So I never yeah. mind that. And like that's and I've done it, but I, I have done episodes with no topics planned. Just like, oh, let's just talk. And it's so much harder. So the topics are perfect because it gives us those jumping off points. And I would never be like, we have no, 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 we have to come back. We have to come back because we're having a great yeah. combo. It's great. Love it. It's incredible. Woo! Oh my yeah, God. I was I mean, I don't shut up according to my therapist, ex-therapist, so it's never an issue for me to keep the conversation going, that's for sure. Can dive into that later. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So values, what other values do you have? Like anything that like you jumps out immediately where you're like, I can't be with someone who thinks this, uh, acts this way. Um... Yeah, um, I don't know. I really 
can't be with someone that's disrespectful to people that's like in the service industry like oh, i've had good. dates where i've gone out and someone's been like a complete dickhead to like a server or a host or whatever and i'm immediately like pull the lever cronk like i'm fucking done like i need to fucking leave like this is just not gonna work like i'm over it but i don't know that's like the biggest red flag for me is like if you don't treat your server or your mom with respect or your parents with respect like i'm out i'm done donezo it's That's so, all it takes. It's so funny. I don't know if this is like just a good part about me and how I've conducted my life, but like I feel like I don't know anyone who is okay with disrespecting waitstaff. And I don't know. See, if- people say that that the, like they'll be like, "Oh my god, like I'm so nice," and then you go out one time and someone forgets like to bring them their fucking free bread at dinner or something, and you would think it was the end of the world. And I'm just like, chill. Like they have ten other tables. Yeah. It's not that serious. My mom is I like that. It. My mom, even though my mom was in the service industry, my mom does have a tendency to get a little bit dicey with stuff like that. Maybe not like waiters or waitresses, but any other form of service industry, she will just immediately snap. Um, but like. No, I don't think any of my friends, I can think of like some friends that like, I'm not sure, but like, I think a majority of my very close friends would never even think once about being disrespectful, not tipping like 20%, like uh, all of the, like all, all of the people I think that I keep in my life generally follow, follow that. And I don't know a lot of people who don't. Yeah, I think that goes for, like, relationships and people that I'm just friends with. Yeah. Like, I, like, it makes me uncomfortable when I go out with someone, it's even a friend, and they're, like, rude as fuck, and I'm, like, why? Like, what? how does this help anyone? I, I don't know. I can't even fathom really being rude. Like, I'm not rude to anyone, Jen. You could be rude to me. I'll secretly be rude to you. But I, I was going to say. But, like, I'll be like, fights, oh, I'm so sorry, man. Like, I didn't mean, sorry, I didn't mean to bump into you, even though you bumped into me and actually hurt me or elbowed me or, like, punched me in the face. Like, like no, like, I will still. Punched? Yeah, I don't know. Punched? I'll still be like, I'll still be like, no, you're good, dude. Don't worry. No, it's fine. Don't worry Someone, about it. Someone beats your ass and you're like, it's cool, bro. You didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure you had your reasons. It's whatever, man. Just go. <laughs> you just go away from me and I'll go on the other side and I'm going to shit talk you to that guy. But to your face, dude, you're fine. Whatever. I don't care. Um, yeah. And that's I'm, how I am I, gonna, <laughs> I, I keep all my comebacks and my brawls for right up here in my head at night when I'm going to for bed Twitter. and I'm just like, I'm fighting for Twitter when I'm in the shower, coming up with scenarios in my head when I'm just, you know, throwing those right hooks mentally at other people. But like, I'm never going to do that out loud. But like, I'm telling you when I'm having a little fight in my mind, like it's over for you bitches. Like <laughs> I always have the best comebacks. I always get the last word, but day to day, I never, I never say anything. <laughs> no, we just let those go. Um, we let just, them go. Just let it hang. Therapist. Therapist. All right. All right. So, so relationship wise, these are these are the things that I think would make me the happiest in a relationship. Um, number one, and in no particular order. I don't know why I said number one. Like this is the most important. Number one. Uh, makes me a priority when reasonably asked to do so. I thought really hard about the wording of this. Um, because I don't want to say like, I need to be the priority all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of do, but we're working on that. Um, (laughs) but, um, but I think it's, I think like, I like to be made, like, 
I like to be made the priority when it the when it's called for. If like there's an emergency, um, if I need you, blah blah, blah or like or like you know sometimes an emergency and I and I would reciprocate this is hey I really need attention right now, like I need some form of attention or validation or something along those lines. And I need to be like made a priority in those moments when applicable. Like I, I'm not going to be like, God, like I can't believe you didn't text me while you were in that interview uh, for that job that took all day. I can't believe you didn't like stop the interview and text me because I really needed you that much. Like nothing like that, but like when reasonably asked to do so and when reasonably able to do so, that's, I took, I took a lot of process in thinking that cause I didn't want to be a bad person. <laughs> No, I love that. I think I think that's good. See, I'm the kind of bitch where I'm like, my tummy aches. Text me back. I'm having a tummy ache. I'm out here fighting for my life after having this one slice of craft singles. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. That was like my intrusive thoughts. Just no, like I love that. No, that's great. That's that's what we're here for. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, the second one I have is obviously get along conversationally enough to not get bored talking and can hold a one-on-one -on -one conversation well. Um, I like stimulating conversation. Obviously, I'm in a, I do podcasting. Um, and I like when like I can have a conversation with someone and not realize how long time has gone by and then hang out with them again and then do that again and then hang out with them again and then just feel like it will never end. Um, so I like that. And that makes me feel like uh, there's a connection, um, shows clear and direct interest in me. Oh God. <laughs> We're, I'm working on this, uh, but I do to make Excel spreadsheets. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, dude, if they made an Excel spreadsheet of how hot I am. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Um, Get the fuck out. I think I, I do like this in a relationship when I'm assured of love and interest regularly a reasonable amount. Not every five seconds tell me you love me, but like every six. I just spit my wine out <laughs> in my room. It's on my floor. Okay? Oh my God. <laughs> Please continue. That was not that funny. Every six seconds? Every I six. Think that's, that's not too bad. That's fine. Um actively wants to see me grow and become a better person together not just like get taller like get taller i, I love tall men i bought i fucking i fucking bought two inch <laughs> platform docks just so i could just so i could make my tinder profile accurate you're the problem see this is why i go on these fucking dates and then these people show up and i'm taller than them when i'm wearing my fucking converse and i'm five two that's you impossible. guys need to stop. That's impossible. I, I, I'm, I'm sick of the height thing and I'm sick of the hat fishing where I go on your profile and you're wearing a hat in every picture and then I show up and you're balder than Stewie. Like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh <my> Sorry. <laughs> I have a lot to say. Oh, I, I can't wait. Um actively wants to see me grow and become a better person together not just watch me get better while they ignore the ignore what they're doing and stay the same or don't really like are saying like oh we want you to grow but like don't really acknowledge that they also need to grow um i i had a uh a relationship where that happened and like i was like oh i actually want to work on something and get better and the other person was just like i i don't need to work on anything i'm completely fine and I'm just going to keep treating you in ways that you don't enjoy. 
Denial ain't just a river in Egypt. Oh my god. Why do you why? I like a long standing conversation throughout the day, which is also known as codependency. Ugh, love her. Me and her are besties. Oh I'm reading a book about it. It's tragic and I wanna die. And it's me in a book. Um, oh my god. Oh god. But codependency is like my bestie for the resty. Like that's what I'm working through. I'm we like need to break I just it. need I know, but that's why I have TikTok, because then I'm like, I can go on the app for like a few hours, and then I like pretend that I don't need attention, and then I'm like, fine, and then I'm like, oh my god, as soon as I look off, like, call me. Oh my god, that is me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so long-standing conversations with me throughout the day. Uh, I'm very open to trying not to have this uh, and see what happens, because I've never dated someone that I didn't literally start and end every day talking to. Oh my god. Yeah. You're lying. No, I'm okay. serious. Okay, well, that's concerning. I know. That's the codependency. Literally, like, it was, the first thing I did was wake up and say good morning. Or, first thing I did was wake up, see what they had texted me and respond to it. And then, before I go to bed, alright, I'm going to bed, talk to you tomorrow, every single night, every single morning. I had that recently. <gasps> you know what's so wild, too? Uh, there's a why I realized this like um after that ended where it was like when you when it just ends you're like oh my god I talk to this person every or when you're when you're doing it you're like oh my god I talk to this person every day morning to night every single day I can't I what did I do before I was talking to this person like how did I get by talking to this person without talking to this person every day like I I must have been so bored and then when you stop, like a week or two after you stop, you go, how the fuck did I hold a conversation all day? What the fuck did I talk about? Who does, like, who can do that? And, like, I just, like, it's the economy of, like, I can't believe, like, when you're in it, you're like, how did I ever not do this? And when you're out of it, you're like, how did I ever do that? I think it's that's also how I feel about relationships. That's how I feel about, about weed. Really? Yeah. But now I won't stop smoking. But I don't know. I feel like it's very easy to get attached to someone when you're only casually dating one person at once. And I've heard one of the best things you can do as someone that gets codependent is date multiple people at one time because it forces you to not focus all of your time on one person. And it made a huge difference for me. Really? Yes. I highly recommend for all my fellow codependent ADHDers. If I could, if, if, trust me, if I could fucking date at least one person, I wouldn't be in the predicaments that I'm in right now. Oh my God. My, no. my go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if you can dream it, you can do it. You can do See, it. I'm trying. We're, we're t I really want to <laughs> this year. I really do. But like learning a lot about myself in therapy is, is disgusting and i hate it um oh my god i don't think that's what your therapist would want you to say i mean so. it's it's just disgusting to like think like it's disgusting like this is how i think or this is how my brain is working or like wow i never knew this is how my brain was working and it was working against me like things yeah. like that where it's like i like i it's good that i'm learning it but it's disgusting that that's like how i operated um for sure so, uh, long-standing conversation, uh, can have deeper conversations about our feelings and emotion, beliefs and likes, and know that we are both equally interested in the other. 
Um, I have a lot of like I I like having deep emotional conversations. Uh, you know this for sure more than most people. Um, and I like being able to hold like a lot like talk on a deeper level than just like hey what's up like what's your hobbies like what you like like no like why are you fucked up and like what are you doing to fix it and like am i fucked up are we different how are we the same blow like love hearing that shit love like going over that what in your life made you the way you did tell me about that time like i love having those conversations um so i yeah i need that in a partner like i th- i can i can have friends that don't have that like I, I can easily have friends that I don't have that, but in a partner, I don't want to settle for someone I can't do that with. Agreed. It's so important. I didn't realize so important. how important it was until recently, but like it, it, it is something I think that is um one of the most important things to me. Um, does not, awesome. does not intentionally try to make me jealous because that shit will work, and I don't like it. <laughs> because like i'm already like i'm not like jealous usually like unless you give me a reason to be but like i am very trusting of the social contract that you will not cheat on me um i've never had anyone cheat on me so i have the pleasure uh of having of being able to trust that um must be fucking nice i'm so sorry as soon as Eh. i said it i was like ooh, i remember what she said before we started the podcast (laughs) Yeah, good times. Love it out here. Um, <laughs> here's a here's a Love it. here's a funny one. Uh, rewards me with positive reinf- re- reinforcement when I exhibit a healthy behavior or something I'm working on improving. What are you, Pavlo? I need it, dude. Oh my god. No, like I real I realized that with like when I got in a fight and like I expressed happened today with you, like. When I express my actual feelings, I'm really nervous about that the entire time because in my head, I'm like, if I tell someone how I'm really feeling or like express like, hey, I don't like this thing or here's something negative that I need to bring up and address that I don't like, like I am terrified, horrified of doing that because I'm always afraid that if I say that, oh, you think that? Well, we're not friends anymore. Fuck you. I don't need that in my life. Like, I always think if I set a boundary, it's going to end the friendship or relationship. So I'm very bad at setting boundaries and very bad at expressing when things, like, I don't like. So when I say stuff like that, um, I I recognize that when my friends say, thank you so much for telling me that, or I really appreciate that you shared that with me, or like things along those lines that like reinforce the behavior that make me think like, this is a good thing to do. You should be doing this and your friends will like you for it. They won't hate you for it. And like, so I want someone, a partner who like when I'm one knows to like, I can tell them to do that and they appreciate that and we'll do that. Or if I say, Hey, just want to let you know, I'm working on sticking up for myself a little bit more in the next three weeks. I've noticed some blah, blah, blah. And my partner goes, okay. And then throughout the week, if I do something, she goes, Hey, remember, like you're trying to stick up for yourself more. Like, like try like does things that like remind me, like they want me to grow and become a better person. And they're there to help me do that. Um, and that they yeah. care to do that. Again, these are yeah, things I, I never think- thought about before, but like, and it seems like they're obvious, like you obviously you want someone who wants the best for you but like these are like very specific things i think yeah i i don't th- i don't think they're obvious though i think they're things that become more prevalent and like 
more easy to understand as you get older because I think when you're younger it's like do we play the same sport like do we do this do it like just very simple simple like commonalities and then as you get older it's like it's way deeper than that and I think like being able to speak up for yourself and just I think anyone that's truly a friend or a partner is someone that you should be able to communicate with because I know I've had issues in the past where I've been like I feel this way and then I get backlash for it and I felt that in terms of friends and family and like dating and it's very defeating. And so, but I, but I also have realized not thanks to better help, um, other therapists that like, that's not healthy though. Like people that value you in your life, like they'll never make you feel bad for saying what you have to say ever, as long as it's not something like super fucked up. Yeah. But I, I don't know, like I will never get mad at someone for telling me how they feel honestly, because it's the honest truth. And you know what? It's probably what I need to hear in the first place. So I don't know. It's hard. It's hard sometimes, but I think it's needed for sure. I think like the way that I want to view it more of like, because my, my issue is like, I, I would always, I think I always used to say like, I never fought. I never fight with people. Um, like I, I'll hate them or I'll, I'll like resent them or something, but like, I don't fight with people. And the reason I don't fight with people is because I don't ever really care enough to show my true emotions because I'm afraid that my true emotions will scare you away. So if I if I trust you a lot, I will show you my true emotions because I trust that you won't actually run away uh, from me doing that. And I have very, 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 very few people uh, that I can do that with. Um, and... So I'm trying to like expand that and do that more and do that even with people that I like, like just with everyone, just like, Hey, like, I don't like it when you do that. Or, Hey, like, um, just know, like, and, and like, know that like, I'm basically saying, Hey, I really like having you in my life. Um, and I want to continue to have you in my life. And if you not like, I don't want to say, and if you keep doing that, you're gone. But like, <laughs> but like, Hey, like it's on site. It's on site. <laughs> But, like, just being like, hey, like, this is a better way to, like, make us grow closer and be, like, better friends. Yeah. Because, other like, otherwise that will hold us back from becoming closer friends. Um, yeah. And being able to do that has been great. Like, I've had a lot of friends, like, give me really positive feedback about it. So I want I, – I don't want – like, I need that from, from a partner. Like, I need – and I, I would like that from my friends. I can understand if they wouldn't go that to that extent. But like, yeah, I I need that from a partner for sure. Yeah, but I think that's like the key thing with friends and a relationship is like you need feedback in terms of things you're doing negatively, but also things that you're doing positively. Like I also want someone to tell me like, hey, like I really appreciated you saying this or doing this because I think that's just as much of something I value and that should be like... Um, recognized in a relationship that's a really good one it should yeah it shouldn't always be the negatives that are getting called out like i'm sure we all do fucked up shit and things that like people don't appreciate but i think it's also just as important to like do the other side of that and be like i really liked when you like planned this or did that because i don't know it gives a balance i sure. i love that that's such an awesome i gotta add that that's really yeah, it's good. important it's important. Yeah, because, like, that's the – I think that's the other thing is, like, I feel like no matter what, like, I, I of course, like, I want my significant other to, like, help me grow in my negative areas. But, like, there is, like, a point where it's, like, it can be negative. It can feel overly negative if you keep getting corrected on it. Um, 
I know. I think that's the issue. Sorry to cut no, you off. Okay. I think that's. I think that's the issue that people get this negative connotation around being over communicative in relationships is they feel like when people communicate, it's always this negative thing. And it's something that you have to do something wrong. And like when I bring up something and I'm communicating, it's because I feel upset. It can also be positive. It can also be me going out of my way and saying that I respect or I appreciate something that you do. So I think it's more of just giving it a, what is it? Like a neutral feeling yeah. in some way of yeah, like, it can go out. either way. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot because that is a really great point too. Like every time you hear about communication in a relationship, it's always, it's hard, it's difficult, but it's important, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And you never really think of like over communicating as like, Hey, I really like it when you do X. Hey, thank you for doing X. Hey, I really like it when this happened. Like, like, and that's the thing that's awesome too, is like, it'll, I, I, I think I had that happen to me where like, I would constantly be called out for something, um, when, and never be like it sounds dumb like I, it sounds so dumb to ask for praise to be like please praise me for good behavior like i need that like praise me daddy um which true like please do um i am i 100 have a praise kink obviously i grew up a virgo like but like i need that as reinforcement of like if you like this fucking behavior if like if we plan a trip and I do X, Y, Z, and you appreciated that I did X, Y, Z. If you want me to continue doing X, Y, Z, fucking tell me you liked it. If you liked, yeah. if you liked on this, on the, uh, on our anniversary that I bought you flowers, if you hated that I bought you flowers, if you liked that, like whatever I did, like what, how did you want to spend that night? And you communicated that like that. I, uh, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like, and hear me out as a girl, especially like, Nowadays, I feel like the bar is in fucking hell sometimes. Like, I feel like I'm not going to be the type of person where I'm like, oh, my God, I so appreciate you, like, texting me just because I did this thing. Like, I think there's definitely things that are, like, the bare fucking minimum. And, like, I expect that in terms of, like, what I want when I'm seeing someone. But I think when you're going above and beyond and doing something... That's when I'm going to recognize that behavior. But there's also things that, like, I think, and I I would expect my partner to expect of me as well. Like, it's very mutual. I'm not saying it's just I, as a girl, expect that from a guy or from a girl. It's just, I don't know. I think on both ends, there's things that we could work on being better at, for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I do like like that idea. Like, it feels weird... uh, I, I think I would like to preface this with I think a lot of these things I want in a long relationship. Like, I don't expect someone to be able to have deeper conversations, uh, just not like do all of these like crazy things to me and have been dating me for three weeks or three months or six months. Like, fuck no. Like, I don't no, expect to not. fall into these like all of these attitudes, but I feel like I want to look for someone who I would like who shows me signs that they will be this person when we, when we grow closer and things like that. Yeah. I don't expect to go on a first date with you and be like, Oh my God, like this person is representing every single quality I have on my checklist because that's fucking bullshit. And you're a psychopath Loki. But I think it's more of like just witnessing being around them long term and you're like seeing behavior and you're like, okay, like, 
This is stuff that I I'm seeing them do continually. This over person, time. That's this very person different. asks their friends if the, to text them when they get home safe, or or like th- like yes. little things. Oh, he he pulls the chair out for me, like like or just like things that are like, is that something I want? Is do I want someone who will pull the chair out for me or open a door for me? Does it not matter to me if they open the chair or hold the door for me? Like and like, do they do that? Do they line up with how I feel about it? Like these little things give exactly. you hints that like they might be akin to the things you're looking for and as you grow with them and learn more with them and share more deeply what you're looking for are they you think they'd be more willing to do those things because they're already closer based on the tiny things that you notice um period your honor period (laughs) um all right the last one i have is should push me out of my comfort zone but should understand if something is too much and understand my limits that's a good one. I'm really happy like with that, that one. one. Like I like, I really like. I it. like someone who's like, we're gonna do something new, but we're gonna have this option for you to safe, so like you don't have to like go through the whole thing. I don't know, like any experience like that, or like where they just show like they put t- they put time and effort into, hey, we are going to do this new thing. I want you to ex- have this fun new experience, but I understand that this is uh, stressful for you, so. If you need it, we can do X afterward, or we can do this, or um, whatever. Going to church. Oh my god! But only, at, but only if afterwards we do anal. <laughs> it's all about bem, uh, balance. It's like PEMDAS; it just cancels out, you know. <laughs> so, all right, that's my. Those are my things that I come up with. My my goal is to continue to add to this. But this is basically what I'm looking for in a relationship and the values that I hope uh, my partner espouses. Do you have any, did anything pop into your head relationship wise of like what you want in a relationship that like uh, is akin to that, that might be a little bit different or. For sure. Um, I feel like this has always been my one like slogan and it's very corny, but I feel like I always apply it and it's, I'm looking for someone that doesn't take life seriously, but knows when to take it seriously. Because I've been with people in the past where I feel like they're either too serious and we're never able to just like enjoy our quality time and like go out and have fun. And they're like constantly on their phone working or like, you know, just being like too buttoned up and serious. And then I've also dated other people in the past that I feel like, are fucking around too much and they don't have a job and they don't have ambition and ambition I think is something I value very much as someone that really cares about my career and my job. So it's just finding that like happy medium of you bust your ass and you go to your job every day and you work hard. But at the same time, like we can go watch an Eagles game and get fucked up and like live our best lives. Like I think it's just all about that balance and it's really hard to find a partner that's like checking those boxes. But yeah, I don't know. I just need someone that's like, we can have a good time, but we also like got each other's backs and we're both working hard. I want to dive in to the capitalist. Dive in. The, not, not this episode. Cause we, we have to, we're probably going to have to restart this call a third time uh, or fourth time. Um, Do it. But I want to dive into that capitalistic background of they got to be working crazy hard at their career. I'm going to have to dive into that. I- I'm not, I'm not saying like I want them to be fucking working 80 hours a week. I'm just saying like I don't want to see your ass sleeping in every day until noon and then working a few hours and you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Like, 
oh my god like no like go to your fucking job do your job whatever like pay your bills like i'm not your mom i'm not here to mother I, someone else i I'm would sorry. say i would say this i would say there is a diff there 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 exists a person in the world that is self-sufficient that does not need a mother figure that is independent but also wakes up at 12 does a little bit of work whines about being tired like there are people that i've dated that. them i've dated them and they're the worst fucking person i've ever met like i'm not doing that shit that's fair. folded their laundry no, that's every fair. day was washing dishes i'm like bitch we got the same degree like you can be out here doing the same thing i'm doing like it's so exhausting i'm not doing that i'm sorry all right all right all right What's your topic? What did you or do you have any more? Sorry, I don't. I want to give you more time. Do you have any other relationship wise things that like you look for or that like are like deal breakers or needs for you uh, from your partner? Like, like Shrek. It's my favorite movie. And if you you can check every box, but if you won't watch Shrek with me and Shrek 2 and the new Puss in Boots movie, um, we're done. You're done. <laughs> I don't want you. That's it. That's all I have. Thank you. Okay, I will say they they have to they have to appreciate the, my favorite movies. I would like that. And you, and and that's not a joke. I know people will think I'm fucking around, but like every single one of my friends will know I'm being 100% serious. 100% there's, serious. There's a, an episode of How I Met Your Mother where he goes to marry uh he's going to marry Stella and uh she's never seen Star Wars and she watches it and hates it. And Marshall is like telling, talking to her, and he's like, "Dude, that's his favorite movie. He watches that movie in sickness and in health, in good times and in bad. Like he is always watching this movie. Could you sit through a movie you hate for this person you love?" And like I'm sitting here as the person who loves the movie, going, "Motherfucker! Every time I put Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind on, your ass better be like, we watch an Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind." All right, let's go. And then we go in and we fucking cry. And I want that reaction. Okay, but that movie, that movie's ten out of ten. It's, Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, it's the best fucking movie. It's every time. It is my favorite movie of all time, and it should be treated as such. You should be going into that movie. But exactly, like I will not apologize for Shrek. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. I've I've literally gone on dates with guys and girls, and I swear to God, like. If they don't like that movie, like, it's just not going to work because I need to watch that movie when I'm hungover. I need to watch that movie when I'm sick. I need to watch that movie when I'm having a bad day. Like, that's just how it works. And, like, I won't apologize for it. And anyone that doesn't understand, you don't have taste. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I won't be sorry. All right. All right. What What's your topic? We're an hour and a half in. I have a lot of cuts to make, though, I'm sure. I was going to say, is this like the most you have to edit to date? Because I just don't stop talking. It's going to be a, a lot of editing for this one. But it's not going to be the talking. It's going to be, well, putting a compressor on your fucking audio because Jesus Christ. Um, Am I really loud? Uh, I don't know, but you keep going like from close to back of the microphone. And the funny thing that I love about people with microphones uh people who don't do like a lot of recording media and don't get self-conscious about this because you are going to um they always when they want to say something really loud they get closer to the microphone which is the which is not how microphones work i know i've literally worked in production and i know i'm fucking up no it's not it's just funny like i don't care (laughs) i don't care because i don't really edit this show and it doesn't mean anything um, this show is just for me to listen to in 30, 40 years. 
uh, when I've peaked. Wait, this isn't this isn't gonna be on NPR. Oh shit! Yeah, it is gonna be an NPR. Oh no! Well, I feel punked right now. <laughs> all right, all right. What's your topic? My topic is PTSD that I have experienced from dating apps, um, aka I'm unhinged from Hinge. <laughs> this is the t- the podcast that you want to have. Yes, because <laughs> that- I I could I could do four million episodes about this just between my experiences and my friends' experiences. It's terrible. I it's terrible. I see. That's the thing, and, and this is why I want to talk about this with you. Because I've had Hinge and Tinder and Bumble uh, for five years now uh, on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I have talked to maybe four women. And of those four women, I think the longest conversation I had with them was like four messages until I just. What? Yeah. Why? Because I don't know. I don't know how to have a conversation with a stranger on the internet. I just don't know. No fucking idea. I don't know how to slide into someone's DMs and start talking. Like, I don't know how you talk to people. I don't know what your, what your, uh, how you sound, what your, like, what, what your tone of voice is. I don't know how to convey my personality through text message and not be, sound fucking crazy. And I just don't know how to continue conversations. Like, I don't know how to talk to someone genuinely. Like I just completely forget how to have a conversation with someone. But if I meet you in person and I, or I hang out with you like once or twice and we talk and I understand that the vibes are good and that I can talk to you, I can go from never talking to you to talking to you literally all day, every day within weeks. Yeah. And like, Again, it's it's not it's just that weird initial I have to see you in person and know how we vibe and until then I can't do a text conversation with you and I don't know what that is. It's f- pissing me off because I've been desperately single and nothing to do for it. And there's like not everyone that likes me is hot. Not a lot of them are. But the ones that did <laughs> that I didn't match with and did or like didn't keep a conversation with or anything, and I'm just sitting here. I'm like, you fucking loser! How are you not doing this? What is wrong with you? It's hard though because I think people can be so different between just like instant messaging and texting, and then like actually speaking on the phone and like meeting up in person. Like, it can be a completely different person. You don't know what you're getting like when you meet up, and like I feel like there needs to be an app. That's kind of like, I hate to bring up Omegle and like that shit, but I feel like it needs to be one where you like set your like age preference and like what you're looking for and then like your location. And then you're able to like instantly video chat with people that fall in that demographic and you can just chat with them because that's how you get to fucking know someone. Like, I'm sorry, like messaging back that's and forth is not really work. good. Katie, yeah, that's, like, I, wanna... I would do that. But exactly, that's why I'm like, they're neat. Well, they have something like that. Um, well, not something like that. But um, it, did you see it's Bumble is doing um, ch- banter from Ted Lasso? Yeah, but that's different because you have to wait until a certain like time and date. Like, yeah. I feel like this, this is like any point. Like, I'm getting on the app. 
I want to be able to chat with anyone right now. Or they could even do a selected time during the day, 6 p.m. That way people know how to get on every yeah. day. And I'm like, I want to talk to someone that's between this age range and this distance from me. And then we just chat. That's how you get to yeah. know people. Like, yeah. That's how it works. And that's, that's the so. thing is like, that's what I hate. Like, I never want to be the guy that goes up to a girl at a bar and like hits on her. Because I know... Because I have so many female friends that they fucking hate when random guys come up and hit on them in the bar. Or depends on, depends the, on, the, depends guy. on the guy. I'm never the guy that they're like, oh, my God, him. I'm always the guy. You don't know that. I, I've it depends. Never been. But I've just I don't really I, I've, I've never been able to look at a bar and be like, yeah, I can go up to that random stranger and talk to them. Just have a few more shots and you'll you'll feel good. You'll be good. I haven't been drunk in quite some time. Till right now, I'm kind of buzzed. I'm like, if I'm being I'm, honest. I mean, I've crossed the country. Once this is done, I'm done with the bottle. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. So, like I said, I have not been able to hold a conversation with people long enough to even meet them. So, like, what are the conversations that you're having? Like, so tell me, there's the the PTSD conversations you had that are like through text and then like what were the ones that actually were like okay i'll meet you in person like what did you talk about um i don't know i feel like my biggest passion in life and i always try to convey this when i'm on dating apps is music i need someone that i feel like we have like a very mutual appreciation for music artists even if it's not the same artist like you just really enjoy finding new music going to shows like whatever festivals like I need that same thing in the middle whatever I know um like I need that shit so like whenever I'm talking to someone like my one prompt is always like what's your one like no skip like album or like artist and then I always have people like send that to me and I'll listen to it and like depending on that I'm like we're gonna be compatible or not and it always helps and I, I don't know I've had really good dating experiences like every once in a while but I've had some really 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 uh, really to the 10th exponent bad experiences with fucking dating apps. Oh my God, that shit is horrible. So I don't know. I could, I could talk about my bad dating app experiences for like two hours. Well, we're going to, well, maybe we'll do a part two where we get, we, we complete it, but like, all right. So, so what was the worst conversation? Like what, like just through text, like you didn't even meet up. It was just like, this is the worst. I mean, aside from all the dick pics, I assume, I don't, I mean, there's been so many bad ones and I know that sounds crazy, but like there's been so many times where someone's like messaged me something and I've just been like, I'm blocking them immediately. Like it's not even a question. It's just like people just saying really offensive shit. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't even know you like to begin with, but that's horrific. I don't know. Like, I feel like the bad experiences come from actually going on the dates with these people. Like. I just had some really bad, like, actual date experiences. But, yeah. I mean, not that you shouldn't put yourself out there, but definitely not good ones, for sure. You're making me not want to put myself out there. I mean, you should! It was only, there was only two ones, like, two dates that were, like, really, 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 really bad. And I was like, I'm not dating anyone for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. Am I boring you? You're oh my yawning. gosh! No, it is like eleven uh, thirty here. Is it only eight thirty where I am? Oh my god! I was like, I'm ready for bed. Same. 
So then the dates, because this is a part that I've never had. Like I, I've never been able to meet someone on a dating app. So what was the worst date? <laughs> Am I really going to do this? You don't have oh to God. if you don't want to. No, no, this is like, I, I don't think people will actually believe that this like actually happened to me, but like, I swear all my life and like everything that is true in my life that this actually happened. I pinky, 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 pinky promise. So I went on a hinge date. I think it was like two and a half years ago. It was right after, no, a year and a half ago, right after I became single. And I was like, fuck it. Like, it's my first date. I'm just going to go for it, whatever. And he seemed really cool. And the worst part was we had very mutual friends. Like, we knew a lot of the same people. And I'm like, he can't be that bad. Like, we know a lot of, we have a lot of the same friends. First mistake. Anyway, I meet up with him at this one bar and restaurant that my best friend works at. And she's not working that one day, of course. And we get there. And he was super cool at first. Like, I was like, okay, like, he's a great time, whatever. And then it's like a Mexican restaurant. He is ordering two margs for every one marg I order. Just like getting super drunk. And I was like, whatever, like, that's fine. Um, and not to mention, he was the one that was like initiating meeting up. Like, apparently we had met a while ago, which I didn't remember. <laughs> um, when we were out. <laughs> that's on me. Um, but he's ordering like two marks, and then eventually when we're like ordering and stuff, he starts snapping at the waiter because they're not bringing over his drinks fast enough, red flag in it immediately. Yeah. And I was like, ew, I hate him. And then as he's like getting drunk, he's falling out of the, we're on bar stools. He fell out of his bar stool and couldn't get up, had to help him up, didn't know him at like really at all. And then finally, I'm like, let's get the check. He gets it, whatever. We walk out front. He starts pissing in front of the restaurant. The like, full, you know, out in front. And I was like, all right, on this count, I'm walking home. He chases me home. I live four blocks from there. This man chases me down like fucking Usain Bolt down Gerard in Philly. And then he's playing me his SoundCloud music off of his phone. The worst part is he knows where I'm like living at is there, starts showing me his nudes album of him because he's lost all this weight and how fucking sexy he looks. And I'm like literally like almost hysterical. I'm like, I don't want to see this. Like I'm so uncomfortable, whatever. <laughs> I had to call the cops on him because he kept trying to, trying to break into my apartment. He kept trying to break in my apartment in Philly. And the worst part, <laughs> the worst part was the next day I was out to dinner after this whole ordeal and he texts me, he's like, can we go out again this week? He didn't remember anything, nothing, literally not one detail whatsoever because he was so drunk. Oh my God. It was, and I didn't date anyone for six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you earned that one. Um... I was so, so, okay, anyway, yeah, that's the story. I was so traumatized. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. I... <laughs> Say it out loud. Like, how did I explain to him why I didn't want to see him was the funniest shit of my life. I'm like, you don't remember this? Any of this? None. Nothing. Like, it's just, it's stories like that that I look at him just like, look at myself. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing wrong? That that man had a date. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and you are sitting at home um, having a great time. Having a great time. You could definitely go on dates. 
Like, that's not an no. issue. It, that man was no. just fucking crazy. No, I just need more friends with uh, with single female friends. That's what I need. And I need to go do things. I might join. This is how weird I'm getting it with it. Danny DeVito style. I might join an adult dodgeball league with a couple of friends. I did kickball in Philly and it was the Are best time of my life. Are you kidding me? I love that. I'm so... It was the best time of my life. You should totally do a dodgeball league. Yeah. It changed your uh, life. You know, what, you know what was funny is I was talking to my friends about it and I... And they sent me like, yeah, like we did like a cornhole league. We did like this league and like, it's just really cool. You get to meet more people, expand like you're, even if you don't like them, like you get to meet like a new set of people in your life. And like, if you don't like them, then you join the next league and, and see if you meet and jive people. And I'm like, this is great. Like, this is a way to meet people. Not like maybe meet someone, the one who knows no pressure. But like, then I was like, and they sent me the link and I was like, I had I have said this multiple times out loud to multiple people. I have whispered the words, "Have I played dodgeball for the last time in my life?" Because <laughs> I've genuinely had that thought multiple times, and I love dodgeball. I always loved dodgeball growing up. It was my favorite sport. It's my favorite thing in gym. It's, fun. it's so much fun. Jailbreak dodgeball when you throw the ball and you make it into the hoop on the other side, everyone comes out. It's fucking incredible. It's an incredible sport. Well designed, fantastic, and I'm genuinely sad by the idea that it is entirely possible that I have played dodgeball for the last time in my life, and I don't think that's the case anymore. I could fucking play dodgeball again. Dreams do come true. Get back out there. Get back. But that's out there. that's what I want to do. Is I want to I want to put myself in positions to meet more people because I just don't think I can do these dating apps. Yeah, they fucking they're suck. Incredibly difficult. They're, they're the worst. Half these people are just so vapid. A quarter of them don't respond in general. And then the other quarter, it's like, I wish I never met them. <laughs> to wrap that up, I forget what I was going to wrap up. Oh, my God. God damn it. The less than a minute thing. We'll see you soon. It's like we have ads. What is this shit? I forget what we were talking about before that commercial break that I feel like we've had. Me too. That, this episode. that was sponsored by LexPro. Alexa Pro. Love you, baby girl. Love you. Um, okay. So that was your worst experience with a date with with uh with Hinge. Thank God. I don't know if it can get much worse. Okay. So you're what you're saying is it's barely barely worth it for me to actually put invest in these dating apps. I think it's better at this point just to meet someone organically or through my new app that I'm gonna make for um voice chatting. It's chat roulette, but you got to think of like something that doesn't make it porn. Exactly. <laughs> I'll give people a prompt that's like non-sexual. It'll be like, I don't know. What's a good question? How many chicken fingers can you stuff in your mouth? Okay, that can that is so sexual, Joe. Joe said, that's so I don't sexual. Know how that's sexual. If you think that's sexual, you went to the. That's you're talking that about shows more about you than it does about me, honestly. You're talking about stuffing something in your mouth. That's very sexual. I. Not how I do. We could be like, what? <laughs> Fucking no! I don't know. I'm struggling. I, that was that was one of the funniest dumb things I've ever said. Can I be honest? Can I be honest about something? What's up? Um, between the break of our two videos, <laughs> I grub hubbed a pizza. 
I don't blame you. I would fucking grab Hobo Pizza right the fuck now. And I'm kind of excited because I don't eat cheese. I haven't oh had God. I haven't had cheese in over a year. What the fuck? That's how buzz I just, am off this fucking wine right now. And you just it took you one bottle of wine. That's all to it takes. order a fucking pizza. I know. After one year of no. Free- I, don't, I haven't had dairy in a year. And now I'm just That's like, fucking wild. fuck it. <laughs> you are going to die tomorrow. Text me and please tell me what the status is. Please make the... <laughs> you will not be on this planet. <laughs> please make the thumbnail photo of just me tomorrow after being this whole fucking pizza by myself. <laughs> just Shrek going in the background with a thumbs up. It's going to be me crying on the toilet. It's fine. I'm ready. This episode was sponsored by Charmin. Jesus fucking Christ. I hated that. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So meeting people organically. I just don't think there are enough people. How do you meet people? Okay, there's literally more people on the planet than there's ever been. And I still feel like I can't meet anyone that I genuinely like. All my friends get so mad at me because they're like, you meet all these people and then you go. I Everyone I meet is too judgmental. Every single one, or they're just like not it. Like I need someone that can be a sarcastic asshole, but like also has their life together. Is that too I much think, to ask for? Apparently, um, I think my what I what I think is funny is I don't think I have crushes on anyone anymore. I don't think crushes are real. I, oof, you're talking to Mister Crush over here. Oh my god. I thrive on crushes. I run on crush juice. <laughs> C batteries on this one. Oh my god, I cannot. All I do, all I do is crush, crush, crush no matter what. Like it it was how I got through life was like who I had a crush on in each classroom that I was in. What? Like yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe that. That's wild to me. Yeah, no. Every single classroom I was like, "All right, I have crushes on these people." And, like, that way I would, wouldn't be bored in class. I would have something to think about. Like, dude, I crushed hardcore. <laughs> and I haven't had a crush in so long. It's fucking wild. See, that's my issue is, like, I feel like almost everyone I'm friends with is a hopeless romantic. And mm. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm like, I can never like anyone. Like, I don't know what it is. I wish I was a hopeless romantic. That sounds so nice. So I, nice. I'm, I'm afraid I'm getting jaded, and I don't realize it yet. Like, I feel like my brain is, like, getting jaded before, like, I recognize that I'm jaded. And it's, like, developing, like, these defect defense mechanisms um, without telling me about it first. <laughs> I was not oh present in the, in, the, in the meetings, in the town hall meetings. Jesus Christ. Know God. about these, these defense mechanism constructions. But, uh... But, like, yeah, I feel like I'm getting them because my brain is like, hey, like, every time you got in a relationship, man, that shit just ended up hurting at the end. And it's just, like, an adjustment. And, like, if you just, like, don't do that, you won't have to deal with that. So, like, just don't do that Exactly. That's, see, that's my issue is I'm, like, I'm always happier when I'm single. So why would I ever subject myself to being in a relationship? But it's but it's wild because like I don't think I'm always I don't think I'm happier when I'm single, like yeah. I'm just not I'm happier when I'm in a relationship, but I'm sadder than ever at the end of a relationship. 
Exactly, and but fuck that shit. It takes me two years to heal. Why I would I do that to myself again? I know, I know, but like, I want to chase that good feeling of like being in a relationship. Like, Just smoke weed. That. Just smoke weed. I mean, that's what I've been doing, and it's scarily effective, and it's like freaking me out because I don't want to be addicted to this stuff. But like, I mean, I'm dealing with some other stuff. I'm sure I have seasonal depression, maybe regular depression. Who knows? Looking into that. And like all this stuff and I'm looking at like every time I smoke, I forget about that and like I have a good time and I enjoy life and what I'm doing and, and being present and everything. And then like when I'm not stoned and I go and like grab myself some water from the fridge, I think about how I'm all alone and how no one cares about me. Uh, no, there are people that care about me, sure. Stop! But there are but there aren't people that care about me where like I'm the only person that matters to them and like that's depressing and sad and you know that's never going to change like you're not a person that would let that change and I'm getting and then when I finish getting my water bottle and I go back and sit on the couch and start playing Skyrim I forget about all that when I'm high not Skyrim Jesus Christ get your life together Joseph I mean my life's pretty together uh, from like a financial and and a mental standpoint. Um, the only thing it's not is emotionally. <laughs> We're working on that one. <laughs> We're not emotionally together, but financially we're pretty sound. Organizationally, we're pretty good. We got good friends. We got a good uh, network of friends. Um, we've got a good job. We've got a stable job. Uh, See? They don't. They don't and. Uh, yeah, so I'm stable in everywhere that isn't my mental health and emotional uh, maturity. But we're, we're acknowledging it and we're working on it. I love that. And hopefully that means that the next time we're presented with a test <laughs> or the real thing, we can discern which is which and make the right decision. Listen to those red flags. Um, Listen, uh- look for those green flags. I've thrown like eight red flags on the play, if I'm being honest, but like pop off. About what? Just so many things. All right. Well, we got to come. This this has got to come to a close before Zoom screams at us again. I can't take another one. Uh, thank you, Katie, so much for joining me on this uh, virtual episode. Um, hopefully we'll have a couple more of these. This was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, if as long as we can find a day that is not late at night, Jesus Christ, I work um, nine to six PST every day, which is minimum what 9 p.m. for you. Yeah, that's that's actually terrible because I'm usually asleep by 10 p.m. and it's almost yeah. my bedtime. Yeah, God bless so, you. All right, so we're gonna go. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.